0: Hey Christ Community and friends, here we are, another week of shelter in place, and my name is Gabe Coyle, I am the campus pastor at Christ Community's downtown campus. I don't know about you, but I've had um, some evenings or just my weekends look a little bit different in light of our realities. And so um, my projects and certain things that occupy kind of my quote unquote free time have taken on a a unique twist. Some people do puzzles. Some people are learning a language. um, Some people are binge watching shows of which I have really enjoyed, frankly, watching House M.D. Dr. House, I don't think we've met. Dr. Jamie Conway. Heard your name most people have it's also a noun seriously one of my favorite shows ever Allie and I have watched a few of those episodes lately um, or or you know if you're one of these weirdos then you create like a whole workbench which is something that I've been doing lately just making a workbench from scratch I'm um, nearly done, uh, but uh, still got a couple add-ons uh, to insert in before I give the full unveil. But one thing that is happening this week that we're really excited about is happening on the first Friday of May. Normally, we would have a big art exhibition, and we would try to participate in such an amazing event uh, like First Fridays that happens in our neighborhood here in Crossroads, downtown Casey But since we can't do that due to our realities, we're going to have a worship night starting at 7 p.m. on Facebook. And I can't say this enough, you do not have to have a Facebook account to participate. You do not have to have a Facebook account to participate. You just go to our Facebook page, Christ Community KC, the downtown campus Facebook page. And there you can participate and join us for a worship night led by our very own Sean and Aaliyah and some from their team. It's going to be an amazing night. I hope you can join us this Friday for a worship night at 7 p.m. hosted on Facebook. But without further ado, it is now time for our midweek devotional. Today, we're going to talk about our imaginations. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Not exactly like that. Instead, when we find ourselves in solitude and we find ourselves isolated from others, our imaginations have all these entry points. They fuel our fears, stir up our anxieties, and sometimes can be a pathway of significant temptation. But when we come to prayer, I think we can have some ill-informed expectations as to what we're to do with our imaginations, what we're to do with our minds. We can think that we're to empty our minds of all the worries of the day before we actually get to prayer. And then usually what comes flooding in is if you're in a group of people or praying over Zoom, you start thinking about what they're thinking about when you're praying, or you start thinking about whether or not your words are clear enough or good enough when you're talking to God, but rarely, rarely do we find ourselves imagining in the midst of prayer. And I think we've missed maybe one of the greatest gifts that God has given us and called us to engage when it comes to a time of prayer. You see, in so many other traditions of religion, uh, there is this idea of emptying your mind, finding nothing before you can ever hope to find something. But in the Christian faith, instead, a very common practice is known as contemplation. It's this idea that we invite our biblically informed imaginations to use the metaphors, the pictures, the illustrations of Scripture to actually guide us into our prayer and our intimacy with God. But where does this show up in Scripture? Well, I'm going to look at a couple passages, guide us through a little bit of this together and hopefully equip us better as the church to dive deeper into an imaginative prayer life that honors Jesus and deepens our, deepens our intimacy with him. The first passage I want us to look to is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. It's a really well-known passage. Peter, he's writing to the church. The apostle is writing to the church. And he starts off by saying, you know, humble yourselves underneath this mighty hand of God because then at the right time, God will exalt you in the midst of their suffering, their persecution that they're undergoing. And then you get to chapter 5, verse 7, and Peter writes, casting all your anxieties on him. Casting all your anxieties on him. He doesn't just say, hey, pray about it. He paints a picture and invites their imaginations into this reality around what is happening when they pray. So this word casting is the same word used in Luke 19 of throwing like fabric or clothing on the top of a donkey. It's tossing something. Um, some, Some translations talk about leaving all your anxieties. On him. This is the image that you are taking all these worries, all these things that are weighing you down, these things that are stirring your heart in this cycle of anxiety and just tossing them, throwing them on top of Jesus to carry. That he would actually hold all these things that are crushing you, trusting that he can and will indeed carry them. When's the last time you spent time in prayer? And as you're praying, you're imagining this worry, that concern, this anxiety, just being thrown on Jesus's shoulders, lightening your load and trusting him to carry them. So why would we do that? The rest of the verse clearly articulates as to why. We read, because he cares for you, because he cares for you. God cares for us and he wants us to throw all these worries, these anxieties, these weights on him and let him carry them. When's the last time you prayed with that illustration, that image in the back of your mind? Now, another brilliant uh, tapping into our imagination, just this word picture that's on display in scripture, is if you jump over to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Right? This is one of my favorite passages when I think about where I'm going, what I'm doing when I pray. The author of the book of Hebrews in chapter 4, verse 16 says, Let us then with confidence. In other translations, it's this boldness, this intense confidence. Draw near to the throne of grace, this king's throne. Where grace is dispensed, we can draw near with confidence that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We can come before God and his throne of grace. With great confidence, and really the context there is because of what Jesus has already done. When you're going into your prayer life, when you're coming before God, do you imagine the ability because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross, all of your wickedness, all of your mistakes have been covered completely so that you can come boldly before God without any sort of worry as to how he views you, because he views you as one of his own if you've embraced Jesus. You can come boldly before his throne of grace, expecting help in time of need in the ways that he will indeed help us with his genuine and intense care. Do you imagine that when you step into prayer? Use your imagination. It's not something we turn off when we go into prayer. It's something we leverage and something that's ratcheted up with the metaphors, with the imagery given here in Scripture so that when we go into prayer, we're actually involving our whole bodies, the faculties of our mind in a very active way and know who indeed we're coming to and coming before. And here's another great word. Even when we step now into this realm of imagination, something that God has entrusted human beings with to now leverage in our time of prayer, hear this final benediction, this word of encouragement that we have a God who is able, Ephesians chapter 3 verses 20 and 21, able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power of work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. May you experience the renewing of your mind, as the Apostle Paul says in Romans 12. May you not be scared or weirded out by this amazing gift of prayer, by leveraging our imaginations to see what God might do. Have a great, great week.